As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is uh, Shane, the host of From the Shadows podcast, and I'm here with Jason, the super producer. Greetings, everybody. And the one and the only resident skeptic, the Ozark Howler. Hey, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> can you can you guys tell the excitement of the Howler? Uh, well. <laughs> no? No, all right. I, you, know, I, you, you know me, man. I try to under-promise and over-deliver, right? Uh, so, so I don't need to catch you. Hey, I don't need catchy phrases. I don't need snappy hooks. I don't need any no clickbait with me. Okay, ah. it's the real deal. There you go. Well, for all for all of our new listeners, since we're a new member of the Odyssey Radio Network, we'd like to invite everybody to stick around after this short intro and check out what we like to call the midweek howl. And what the midweek howl is is it's just our little uh, story time with the with the Ozark Howler. Um, in which we try to try to lighten your week up a little bit with a, with a fit 10, 15 minutes of laughter. So stick around, laugh with us, enjoy the stories. Um, no harm, no foul. Um, so just be ready to, uh, to, to go to a world that uh, you probably hoped didn't exist in the world. And expect to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Expect to be entertained. So you got it. You, do you have any warnings or? Uh, no, you know what? Though I wasn't. But what I was going to say is, so may, maybe I, after I just told you, there's a hook. There's no hook. There's a, there's a there's a hook. You know, I I think I said it earlier on the last one. I did with you guys. You know, I I got a story for almost everything. You know, because I just been on. I was on the street for almost thirty years, so I got a story for everything. So if if you got a subject, send it to From the Shadows podcast, and I'll tell you a story about it. Yeah, yeah. And for the, I guess for those new listeners, the Howler has 30 years of being a sheriff, a highway patrolman, uh, 
air marshal, the homeland security, and and probably a lifetime of just being an all around funny dude. So redneck uh, man, redneck. redneck. There you go, redneck. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope we hope that uh, you give us give give this little segment a chance and go check out the holler. And uh, like you said, if you got some stories that you guys are interested in. You know, asking about or if he's going to have to send it to you guys because I'm not on social media, so it's got to go. Yeah, he's not. He's not on social media, so so if you really, really want to say some good stuff about him, we'll share it with him. And if you say some bad stuff about him, don't waste your time. He won't ever hear it. Well, he's kind of fragile, so we won't let him. So with that, thanks for welcoming welcoming us onto the Odyssey Radio Network, and we hope that uh, you enjoy the show. Hey guys, um, you know, we're going to do this, this midweek how episode. It's a day after Father's Day. I hope you guys had good Father's Day. How about you, Jason? Do you oh, have yeah, good Father's excellent. Day? I had to work and deal with uh, things that the average person would not have to deal with. Huh. That sounds like a typical dad. Yeah, so you absolutely. did have a good Father's how, how about you, Holler? Did you have a good Father's Day? I did. I, I don't remember it, but I did, I think. Well, then you apparently did have a good father's day no i mean i it was my kids made me a little few things and you know i got to cook breakfast for them and pick up after them and and uh, do all the things i always do so so it's like every day is father's day for you then yeah that's right that's right (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so we kind of wanted to talk we were talking about this off the air and you know especially jason and i because because you know you're howler you're holed up out there in your bunker in the ozarks okay and jason and i are here right. in north, north yeah. central ohio where you know we we interact on a daily basis with a lot of people that listen to our podcast and and we have a lot of supposedly fans. i will well, suppose I mean supposedly. Well, I don't know about that stuff. You be- you believe them number counters? Well, I don't know what the numbers the numbers that Jason sends us. I I don't know what to believe, but I do know, and Jason wow. can te- Jason <laughs> Jason Jason can attest to it. Is we talk we we have people stop us every day and say stuff about the podcast. The and I guess we can kind of differentiate. You know, we we have the regular podcast that comes out on Friday where we delve more into the paranormal and and stuff like that. And then we have this this midweek howl which is is just it's fun, man. We just want to do it to have fun because howler you you tell some of the best stories um and I and a lot of people the feedback we get is they just love it. But it's interesting, and Jason, some, some people don't believe you are really who you portray yourself to be. They think you're a character. Like, who'd you guys say? Roy, Roy D. Mercer? Yeah, Roy Is D. That, Mercer. Roy D. Mercer. <laughs> so, so um, I mean, I have people question. Does he, did he really, was he really a sheriff's deputy? Was he really a highway patrolman? What, you know, are all those stories real? And I'm thinking, why? Well, I mean, I got a good imagination, but I couldn't make up all that, all that, all that stuff. The truth you know? is always stranger than fiction. That's right. That's well, right. Think, so, go ahead. What, what, what do you get? Oh, to I say think about? the fact that I'm not gainfully employed anymore shows that they are real. The stories are real. That's prime face <laughs> evidence of their validity. Is it not? I'd say yes. That's that's probably yeah. so. That's, that's probably something to say for what for. Yeah. What's really behind? Hey, I story? went to this audition one day. 
I went to this audition one time. I don't know. It was being some. I don't remember some big budget show that was being filmed up in Minneapolis when I lived up there. This is pre-burning, and uh, <laughs> you know if you're if you guys ever been to one of these casting calls, these people are sitting there with their three ring binders full of, you know, the very first thing's a headshot. You know what I mean? And they got this. I, I don't know. I don't even know what they got in them because I've never seen inside past a headshot. But you're standing in this line of about fifty people long, and uh, and uh, and all of them are younger and thinner and better looking than me, and they all went to better colleges than me. And uh, anyway, you get in there, and this old gal says, "It was." And then anyway, this old gal says, "Well, tell us what's the uh, not the biggest longest production? I think the longest scene or the longest." I said, "Well, you know, I acted like a cop for twenty years. That ought to be worth something." <laughs> <laughs> hey, so then I went to this reading, right? I went to this reading, and I mean, I don't know if you guys ever been a reading, but you know. They, they bring a few people in and you're supposed to read the lines you're supposed to read, you know, like your character would be. Does that make sense? Yes. And, I, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. my guy was going to be a, like a, like a former CIA black ops guy that, that, that is, 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 I don't want to say called back, but, you know, called into duty here domestically to, uh, put the heat on somebody. And I'm reading this script, and I start laughing about halfway. So, I, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a uh, uh, trained actor, right? So I'm sitting in there, and everybody in there is women. Not that that's bad. I'm usually pretty good at performing in front of women. And two of them are big old gals. And I'm usually the, my best with big old gals. And <laughs> so they give you this script, and they say, well, you're Doug or Brian or what, you know, whoever you are, right? Yeah. And your things are highlighted. And she said, well, read them two or three times and then get ready to prepare to play that guy. And I said, okay. So I'm reading this thing and I kind of chuckle a little bit, just like I just did. I chuckled. She goes, well, what's going on? What's so funny? There's nothing funny on that page. And I said, well, you know, it was to me, you know, you know, and I don't remember what it was. I actually, I do remember what it was, but I don't want to say it. So <laughs> I said, hey, this ain't the way it happens. And this is this is this is close, but not quite right. She goes, "What do you mean?" And I said, "Well, that actual program is this, and and this should be worded like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just FYI, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. And the gal, yeah, yeah. these gals at the table piped up and said, "Well, that was written by so and so, and he's the he just won some kind of award, a playwright." And I said, "I'm sorry." And she said, "Well, so and so wrote that, and he is the." the hottest playwright on Broadway or whatever he was at the time. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I give her my stupid fucking look. I give people when I'm ready to say some crazy shit and get kicked out. And, and <laughs> I want to say, well, I ain't never been to Broadway, but I've fucking wrapped some people up off the goddamn street for the government. And this is wrong. You know what I mean? I don't care. Play right plays you right. Unless you looked at the, you know, <laughs> Bad, guy. you know what I mean? Unless you've been yeah. in the trenches. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, Jack. I'm, I'm not in Broadway trying to write plays, but you're trying to give to Broadway. So anyway, I read it for them, and I didn't get the part. And they sent me this little sh- shitty email that basically told me that I didn't should have. Re- I lacked respect to the 
I don't know to the to the man, this playwright. You know what I mean? This this like twenty six year old playwright, mm-hmm. NYU graduate of some sort. Of, and and I, I just remember I don't I don't remember how the email said something like, but I disrespected him. You know what I'm saying? And I want to say, lady, I've disrespected a hell of a lot bigger than some punk kid off the street. You know what I mean? I've disrespected <laughs> everybody from my mama on down. I mean, shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's, hey, that reminds me of, that's what it's like to watch football, a football game with the judge. He never played past eighth grade football and he's sitting there telling me what's going on in a football game. And I'm like, well, I don't, you know, like, I, I don't need you to tell. You, you don't know, even know. I gotta, hey, I got a picture. I got a picture of one of my favorite things, and I'm skirting on what I can for non-disclosure. Of course, after Bolton comes out with his book, I'd be able to talk whatever the fuck I want, right? Because these other guys get to talk. Anyway, we were doing this. We were doing this uh, uh, predicated national security investigation domestically here, and there was a guy that was shopping. And I don't want to say where we were shopping because it's a famous store that people wouldn't want terrorists to know the terrorist shop there. But but <clears throat> one of the team took a picture of me in the same aisle actually interacting with this Middle Eastern male because he asked me a question. We were looking at – it was kind of a joke. I was just going to see how close I could peruse the aisles around, you know what I mean? And I was close enough that he said, I can't do a good Middle Eastern – I can't do a good Egyptian accent. But it was like – Excuse me, sir. Can you help me look at this? Well, would this? It was a, it was a, it was a flat screen TV map. Would this? Do you think? Because uh, he was on the metric system, and he was trying to determine if his TV. He was trying to see if his flat screen mount would hold his TV. You know, do you think this would hold the TV? And I said, Well, yeah, it's screwed to the wall. As long as you get a stud, it will. But if you won't. Don't care how big a mount you buy, you know, even put it in a sheetrock, it didn't work. And that perplexed him. So, but as I was <laughs> interacting, my buddy took some pictures on the surveillance team, took the pictures, and that was my favorite thing. That I was, I was, I mean, I've been face to face with bona fide terrorists, and this fucking playwright says, I'm, you know what I mean? Come on, yeah. Jack, yeah. give me a break. <laughs> well, playwright. Well, and I think that's what, um, I think that's why people, even if even if they can't wrap their heads around that you are a real person and that this isn't some act that you're putting on, I think that's why they they really enjoy it because you're just telling, and we're all just telling stories, just as you know how they happened and if they're fun. Because a lot of the stories weren't really all that fun at the time, <laughs> you know, until you look till you look back at them, you know. Yeah, in hindsight, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and and yeah, Howler, you got some you got some serious fans out there. Um, yeah. I, I got um, this one guy. He has written a couple comments on our YouTube channel. Uh, very supportive of you. And he asked his question. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to ask it because I know he's a loyal listener. A guy named Michael Gordon. He mm-hmm. he asked, "Is a Howler ever gone on a haunted house call?" Oh yeah, I got some haunted house house stories. Oh yeah, are you serious? Because I told him no that you were. Uh, you know, I tell you, I, I don't know hey. if I can tell my my one of them. I, I'm I'm trying to figure out if how I'm gonna word this without making. I'm holding on. I'm petting my dog. She's why I keep leaning back. You guys see me, but people on the podcast won't. 
if you guys wonder what I'm doing, I'm trying to get this dog to leave me alone. Well, um, I thought that was just a big old gal down there. You were trying to keep yeah, her underneath the camera. Big old brown, hey, big old brown and furry. That's where I lie, the way I like them. You there know. you go. Big old brown. And Dude. he's a licker. So he's a yeah, licker. All right. That'd be a good trait having a fan right there. Ooh. Anyhow, um, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some haunted houses. But see, this is a problem. You know, I'm a skeptic, so they're never haunted to me. Yeah, okay. Does that make sense? They're well, never yeah. really haunted to me. I mean, I've told you about the rendering plant where I grew up. It's gone now, but did I ever tell you about the rendering plant? You know what a rendering plant is? You know, yeah. back in the old days. Yeah, they, they take the horses and, and things and, and make, make glue. glue. I don't know. That's what yeah. they always said, make glue. I don't know if that's what they did. Yeah. Well, by the time I was a teenager, there was a rendering plant right, right on the edge of the river there where I grew up. And it had been shut down. And I don't know if they just ran out of stuff to render or, you know, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> Maybe we need to open that back up and render some people. Like, yeah, sorry, well, yeah there's a whole bunch of them yeah. out there right now yeah. that yeah. need to be rendered. You know, it's kind of like, hey. The problem is, that's like working on an old pickup. It's easy to know where to start. It's hard to know where to stop. You know ah, what I mean? Yeah, there you go. You know, <laughs> no house. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, I'm assuming as an old man that the EPA or somebody shut them down because of close proximity to the river. But anyway, it was it was always spray painted with these, I don't want to say hologram, pentagrams and stars. I, you know what I mean? Just all this goofy devil yeah. horse, Ouija mm-hmm. board stuff, you know. And as a teenager, that was the big thing, go up there to the rendering plant, you know what I mean, and bring these girls and freak them out because it was it was supposedly haunted. Well, then when I got to be a cop, that, that was one of the main primary duties was to go over there and run people out of there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And back in them days, the potheads had to hide it out a little bit. Nowadays, they just fucking do it on the porch. But back in them days, they'd go to places like the rendering plant, smoke weed. So you'd, it's supposed to be, you know, strange noises because they tried to, you know, put surveillance and motion sensors and they'd say well let's uh they uh, we have a silent alarm at i don't even remember the address now and you knew it was rendering plant you'd go out there and i was never dispatched there that anybody was still there so so I, you know that was kind of one of our standing jokes that maybe it was haunted and the only people that really knew it was the cops because because, you know, because we had all these silent we had all these alarms something's making it go off right uh, yeah, so, definitely. So did, you have, did you have to go in there then? And yeah, like really you go in there. Yeah, because, you know, and, and I really went in there, went in there, because, you know, when I was a kid, you didn't get to want to go in there because you couldn't, you wouldn't get too deep in because the cops might show up. So you had to stay close enough to the doors to get out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then when I was a cop and I got to go there as a cop, hell yeah, we walked around and look at everything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and, you, and you never saw anything in there? You just never saw nothing. Never even saw people. You know, but obviously people were showing up because there was always beer cans and trash and junk. So somebody's bringing that stuff in because I don't think paranormals are consumers of of <laughs> earthly things, are they? Alcohol I mean, and beverages and yeah, that. don't get a 12-pack of stag, does it? I'm almost embarrassed to say that, stag, but that's what they drink where I'm from. <laughs> I don't you even know what that is, bro, stag? I don't. I'm not either. Beer, it's a, they call it, it's the only, they say it's the only... Um, supplemental beer you know you could if you drink it you don't have to eat because it's called uh, the stag is that uh acronym steak taters and gravy that's what they used to call <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> well hey i gotta be honest if you're talking about devil worshipers and pentagrams 
stag beer kind of goes in along with that, right? Then that yeah. looks like like the goat man or something like that. Yeah. Like it's the, got a deer head on it. It's got a ten head. point. It's got a ten point buck on it. That's what they'd always say too. That's a, that's a code. Get a, you know, get a get, give me a ten point. So so you know. so you're good. So we're you're gonna tell we're gonna tell Michael Gordon then you. you the rendering plant is your only uh well that's really the only one i think i'm going to tell at this time i don't know uh-huh. you know i got one that involves two blondes and a bronco but that was an off-duty story i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so, i don't know it's just, you know what why don't we leave it up to that fan to comment still, on this and then if he says that was he house. wants hey, to know that was the house that supposedly you know what's funny is i was going to do some research on that because when I was growing up, there was a house over at Coat Sandessens. Don't mean anything to you, but it was, it was the supposedly the original site, developed in 1704, 1706. It was supposed to, by the French. It was one of the oldest settlements in Missouri, and it's gone now. It's just kind of a hill, and they they wanted to make the Missouri capital there and all this stuff. But there was a house there, and the entire time I was growing up, and when I went to my grandma's 84th birthday party a couple of years ago, they were saying, "No, it really happened. That that it was." It was a murder suicide back in the fifties, um, where where uh, some old boy come home. You know, now we look at that like, well, shit happens. You know, what I mean, you say murder suicide today, it don't mean nothing. But in the fifties, I guess it carried some weight. This old boy came home and killed everybody in the house, and nobody ever moved back in or anything else. So that was the thing to go over the house, and and they had they had stopped uh, maintaining the road to get up there. You know, it's kind of a, it was a, it was the only house on the end of a public road or you know an old gravel road down in farm country and i guess they they just so you had to have a, a big four-wheel drive and i was one of those we call them goat rovers here i had a big four drive in high school you know this is you know in the 80s when that was kind of you know urban cowboy type shit so <laughs> i had i had a pickup that would go out there but a buddy of mine had a bronco so when you had a date you know this is back before all these trucks were extended cabs and and crew cabs you know so oh, yeah. Yeah. if there was two dudes most girls it was it was cramped to get anybody in a regular cab pickup so i had a buddy of mine had a bronco actually up there to, to find the ghosts one day and we found them and we found them you know they're real you go messing around up that house they're real mm-hmm. <laughs> but you we're gonna leave us hanging you're gonna tell us the goat what happened well, it, yeah. it had to grow up because they infected these gals because they haunted us for months afterwards. Ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, one of them was in my wedding, even. But but anyway, uh, that's a whole story. Well, that that does sound like a uh, like a haunting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast dot or Contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows. And tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all. 
Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.